Okay, how is it going? So welcome to today's podcast episode. At the time of recording this, I am currently enjoying my very last few days in Texas. I'll fly back to, to Europe later this week. And tonight, you know, just to enjoy my last few days, I'll be going out for dinner to my favorite, what I found my favorite mom and pop place here to be, which is what they call it, uh, or otherwise known as a family-owned restaurant. And it's just this family-owned Mexican restaurant that it doesn't look like much on the outside at all. Like, I would easily drive past it or walk past it and not even think to look at it. But when you're inside and you eat the food, the food is so damn amazing. And and sometimes the best types of restaurants are like that, low-key. Uh, so yeah, that's the my plan for today. But otherwise, I also need to start packing because uh, I don't want to leave that last minute. That's always a little bit stressful. And uh, you always end up forgetting something as well. So that's something I definitely want to avoid. Anyway, on to the today's podcast episode subject. It's going to be why you're in a calorie deficit, but you're not losing weight. So I'm going to talk about that, what the reasons are, and uh, basically just to explore different potential reasons as to, again, why you feel like you're in a calorie deficit, but you're not losing weight. So again, I'm going to name a few. It's not just one reason I'm going to say. I'm going to name a few. So just because maybe the first, I don't know, one or two reasons don't relate with you, it doesn't mean to write off the entire podcast eventually I, I would I will very likely I, I to be honest not even very likely I will 100% cover a topic eventually as to uh, that you'll eventually hear and you'll be like that's why I'm not in a calorie that's why I'm in a calorie deficit and not losing weight so just keep paying attention throughout and again even if the first two one or two or even three factors that I, I named don't relate to you just keep listening and eventually I'll get onto it so to get started so let's say you're claiming you're in a calorie deficit but not losing weight and i understand that's frustrating especially when you're putting in a ton of hard work day in day out and you feel like nothing is happening and i do want to talk about what what is a calorie deficit exactly so aside from a calorie deficit being the only way to lose weight again let's define what it is so a calorie deficit is when you eat less calories relative to the number of calories required for maintaining your current body weight. So a deficit can either be created by reducing the number of calories you eat and drink or by increasing expenditure. So by walking or working out. And here's additional context as to what I mean. So low carb, keto Atkins, low fat, paleo, clean eating, raw food, carnivore, vegetarian, vegan, they all help. If you're using those specifically to lose weight, they all potentially help you lose weight by limiting the amount of food choices that you have available to you. And then you've got more such as intermittent fasting helping limit time available to eat. Intuitive eating helps limit the desire to overeat. Weight watchers, flexible dieting, if it fits your macros, and meal plans all help limit total food amount. So basically, as you can see, every single approach that I've named eventually leads back to being in a calorie deficit. There is nothing magical about each of those approaches on an individual level again they just all lead back to the same thing which is a calorie deficit now let's move on to why you're in a calorie deficit but not losing weight exactly so the first potential reason is you're not actually in a calorie deficit and i know that's a tough one to digest i want to easily get defensive about but if you claim you're in a calorie deficit with no weight loss then ask yourself 
Have you actually been in a calorie deficit or do you just think you're in a calorie deficit? Because there is a huge difference. And before you know, you throw your phone across the room and impulse buy some gurus on sustainable 30 day fat loss program online. Understand that I am only playing devil's advocate and I'm not saying you're lying or that you're not working super hard. But what I am saying is that it's become super apparent to me by now because I've trained enough people online, I've worked in the gym training people one-to-one, I've coached people from all over the world, it's become apparent to me that people who struggle to lose weight underestimate how many calories they're eating and drinking, even when they think they're tracking accurately, and that could very well go for you. So how can I confidently say this? Because aside from my own experience coupled with decades of scientific research, regardless of whether you aim to do a calorie deficit without exercise or a calorie deficit whilst you're exercising, a calorie deficit is the only way to lose weight. So here's some points to bear in mind. From now on, accurately measure all your food and drink with calorie counting scales and the measuring cup. So don't just guess it. So that also means track bites, licks, and nibbles in your calorie counting diary as well. These all add up. Avoid eating back calories burnt because these figures are up to 50% inaccurate sometimes. Nor should you need to worry about how many calories you're burning when you're accurately tracking intake and training consistently. And then a very important one as well, be at least 85% consistent, meaning you're doing this calorie deficit thing every single day and not just on days you feel like it's convenient. And the final point, and this is going to be a few real world examples, make sure you track the oils you cooked your meat and veggies in, that was 200 calories, the handful of nuts you snacked on during poker, that was 250 calories, the butter on on the sandwich you take to work, that was 100 calories, the fries you took from your partner's meal, that was another 100 calories, the beer you got offered at your friend's place, that was 200 calories, and the fruit juice you're drinking whilst you're listening to this podcast, that's 150 calories there. Because it's not a lack of effort causing your weight loss to stall, which is important to realise. It's a lack of awareness. And there's a big difference. Anyway, that brings me on to the next session. Section, I mean to say, which is you're potentially guessing too much. And that could be another reason why you're in a calorie deficit but not losing weight. Because chances are you don't have enough experience to be guessing. And that's not a bad thing either. So you don't have to get defensive about it. But a lot of people don't have enough experience to be guessing the portion sizes and amount of calories in everything they're eating or drinking. So regardless as to whether or not you feel like this section applies to you, aim to accurately track and measure every single thing you eat and drink for at least 30 days. Again, using calorie counting scales, using a measuring jug, that and track every single thing in the moment. So not at the end of each day or even worse the next day because people do that and memory 100% plays up because there is no way on earth that you can track every single thing the next day that you ate the day before for the correct, again, you're gonna forget things you ate. You're gonna forget, how do you know the exact portion sizes you had it for? There's, There's so many variables that come into play. You have to do it in the moment. And if you feel like this is all long, I think if you think properly approaching a calorie counting diary is long, then chances are you need to do it more than anyone. And I know I sound super passionate as I'm saying this, but it's true. Long isn't isn't just doing this for 30 days. Long is going around in circles for the rest of your life because you don't want to take out time to do this for 30 days. And worst case scenario, you'll gain a ton of knowledge having lost nothing aside from the two to three minutes total it takes each day. 
best case scenario, you realize how inaccurate your guesses were and finally start making progress. That's a win-win. Anyway, on to the next section. By the way, these sections, it doesn't have to be just one in isolation. Like it could easily be the fact that more than one section applies to you. But the next one is you're mentally in a calorie deficit, but you're not actually in a calorie deficit. And if you're confused as to what I mean by that, then let me explain. So this is a big one as to why there's supposedly a calorie deficit, but no weight loss. Mentally dieting and actually dieting are two very different things. And solely doing the prior is extremely exhausting. So what does mentally dieting even mean? It means you always carry around the thoughts of intending to lose weight, intending to eat more healthily, intending to work out more, intending to walk more, intending to eat more fruit and veg, intending to eat less processed food, but then feel super guilty because you never ever follow up with it. Can you imagine how exhausting it is to tell yourself 24 seven that you're going to do all the above, but then almost never follow up with those actions? The more often you do that, the less you're going to respect your own boundaries and promises. And you're not going to take yourself seriously. You're just going to keep breaking those promises. Couple this with the skewed expectations that a lot of people have, such as wanting to lose two pounds a week, every single week, and then you wonder why you're supposedly in a calorie deficit with no weight loss. Is this tough love? Maybe, but it's the truth. And, you know, sometimes you can pamper to people too much that it ends up being what's worse for them. And again, whether or not you take this as tough love, it's entirely up to you. But it's like I said, it's the truth. And some people, potentially you included, do need to hear this. Anyway, on to the next section. You're trying to use exercise to put you in a calorie deficit. So can you achieve a calorie deficit without exercise? Yes. Although would you be better off being in a calorie deficit and exercising at the same time? Of course, that goes without saying. Everyone and their dog should be weight training. But exercising solely with the intent of losing weight, that's a mistake. Because worrying about things such as how many calories do your sprints burn or how many calories did your one hour weightlifting session burn isn't a healthy relationship to have with exercise. And if you're surprised by hearing me say this, let me explain. Exercising with the sole purpose of losing weight is a mistake due to a few reasons. It's an easy way, again, it's an easy way to build a poor relationship with exercise as you'll be focusing on numbers that don't matter, such as calories burn, rather than the numbers that do matter, such as how much weight you lifted, how many reps you did it for, what zone your heart rate was in when doing cardio, Another point is burning calories isn't hard. And you heard me, burning calories isn't hard. If you just want to burn calories and that's all you want to do, then you can jump up and down whilst running around in circles because burning more calories isn't better. Better is better. And the next point, your focus when exercising should be getting stronger, fitter, faster, not to burn more calories. And, uh, and the final point is, although it can help, exercise isn't the main driver for weight loss. Nutrition is. Train smartly and let your nutrition handle any sort of weight loss goal that you may have. Remember, you can't out-train your diet and you can achieve a calorie deficit without exercise if that's what you'd rather start with as well. Overall, you should no longer be worrying about questions such as how many calories do squats burn, or how many calories do your sprints burn, or how many calories do your push-ups burn, or how many calories do burpees burn, because... Again, you're just paying attention to the wrong numbers. And like I said, you don't need to worry about how many calories you're burning if you're tracking your food intake consistently and you're getting your training sessions done consistently. And uh, onto the next section, which is uh, 
another point as to why you're potentially in a calorie deficit but not losing weight is that you're too aggressive with your calorie deficit and you can't stick to it. And by this, I mean, you're probably aiming for something like 800 to 1,200 calories daily. And you're probably wondering what's wrong with that. And the answer is it's way too low. Your issue is that you think a reasonable calorie intake of 1,700 calories to 2,300 calories is a lot because you're so used to restricting yourself down to something like 800 to 1,200, not realizing that the 800 to 1,200 is why you eat the, 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 the 3,000 to 4,000 calories on the weekend binge. And this is what ends up happening. This is a common cycle I see. I'll talk you through it. So Monday, you eat 1,000 calories. Tuesday, you eat 1,000 calories. Wednesday, you eat 1,000 calories again. Thursday, you get slightly more. You might end up eating like 1,800. And then Friday, you know, the weekend starting, you eat 2,800 because you want to give yourself a break. Then, then you feel guilty. So Saturday, you just go overboard. You're like 4,000 calories and you're feeling super guilty. But you think, you know what? You might as well, quote, as well, quote, unquote, enjoy the rest of your weekend. So you eat another 4,000 calories, promising that you're just going to get back on track on, on Monday. And then the cycle starts again. And uh, couple this aggressive attempt at a calorie deficit and you trying to exercise with the purpose of losing weight, you have the perfect recipe for exhaustion and inconsistency. The thing is, I want you to understand that the less restriction you have, there's likely going to be better results. And this also brings up another two points. Not only is it common to aim for lower calorie amounts due to the normalization of these lower figures, but it's often due to you wanting quicker results and aiming for something arbitrary like wanting to lose four pounds a week Although this is ironic because eating a super low calorie amount for quote unquote quicker results actually slows down the process as it's a perfect recipe for yo-yo dieting as I previously mentioned. So what do you do instead? What you should do is aim to eat slightly under your maintenance calories. Be 85% consistent to 95% consistent and have patience. And uh, if you want to figure out what a sensible calorie goal is for you, I'm going to leave my calorie calculator in the show notes of this so you can check that out after this and uh, there was a second point so remember i said there was going to be two points on the back of uh, what i was saying about how a typical week looks like is that the second point was as you can see going way overboard on friday to sunday can also easily undo whatever you may have done between monday and thursday because friday to sundays are 43 percent of your month i done the math before starting this podcast and you need to be a lot more than 57% consistent to see results. And that's just to, to put it bluntly. Anyway, on to the next point about why you're potentially in a calorie deficit but not losing weight. By the way, I say all of these things out of love. None of this is to get at you. It's not, it's not to make you feel guilty. It's just that if you're tired of going round in circles and you don't understand why you're not making progress, I'm here to give you a, a heads up as to why that's potentially happening. Again, I say everything out of love and I would never ever put someone down and, you know, feel good about that. Or, you know, I wouldn't ever put someone down full stop. Like I'm here and I love doing what I do because I want to help people and, and everything I do is out of love again. So if any of this is making you feel guilty in any sort of way, and understand that that's not the aim here. The aim is here is to help you move forward and continue and to make progress because I know more than anything, it's tiring going around in circles and feel like you're not making progress for years. So you might have to, to hear this, what might feel like a harder thing right now, 
just to help you make progress moving forward down the line and, and leave you in, a, in an amazing place a year from now, okay? Anyway, on to the next point about a calorie deficit, but why you're not losing weight is you're less consistent than you think, just to put it bluntly. And consistency levels are an important subject. And I know this has been briefly mentioned already, just like, I don't know, three minutes ago, but nothing more frustrating than someone who's upset at their lack of progress when they've just been inconsistent the whole time. And if this rings a bell, then that's something we need to look at. And regardless of whether or not you feel like you've been consistent, you would do super well to start a consistency calendar for at least 30 consecutive days. And if you want inspiration as to how you could start a consistency calendar, I will attach the link for my consistency calendar walkthrough video that I use for my online members, my Keros online members that I help train, what I use, because I have a consistency calendar in my Team Keros online group, and then I have a walkthrough video for that consistency calendar. I will leave the link for that consistency calendar in the show notes as well, so you can have inspiration as to how you can set your one up. Anyway, after doing a consistency calendar for 30 days, there's going to be two outcomes that could, that are going to happen. It's going to be one or two of two. Scenario A, you do in fact realize you have been consistent with your steps, calorie deficit and weight training, which is a good thing because then you know there's something else you're missing. What could it be? I don't know, but there's going to be something there that you could look into, but at least you know that you're consistent with your steps, your calorie deficit and your weight training. Scenario B, you were overestimating your consistency levels with the concrete evidence of a filled out consistency calendar looking back at you. And now you know what the culprit is for your lack of progress and it's time to step it up. And the thing is, I'd go all in on a game of poker. That scenario B is the most likely outcome, not scenario A. And uh, again, I just, I'm not trying to get at you. I'm just saying that it's, it's very likely what's going on. There's nothing for you to lose and potentially life for changing results to gain from using a, a consistency calendar. And on to the, the next point about why you're potentially in a calorie deficit but not losing weight. I should have really numbered these because I feel like I just keep saying that. Anyway, you are losing weight. You just lack patience. That's another potential reason why you feel like you're in a calorie deficit but not losing weight. You're, again, let me say it again, you are losing weight. You just lack patience. And I understand why this happens. The fitness industry is rife with quick fixes and promises. Like, you know, everyone's talking about losing 15 pounds in two weeks or be a different person in 30 days or lose four pounds a week. And continuously hearing all of this has no doubt skewed your expectations as to what you think a reasonable timeline for change is. Because here's the thing. If you've consistently been in a calorie deficit for, let's say, less than two and a half weeks, then you need to stop complaining and keep going because that's nothing. And you have to remember, you know, how long have you been out of shape for? How long have you not been looking after your health for? You know, that could potentially be months, years, or even decades. And to be upset because you feel like you're not making that much progress in like two and a half weeks is, honestly, it blows my mind. And uh, another thing is that it's also worth mentioning that you've probably heard statements such as, you know, other people who have lost weight or coaches such as an average of a pound a week is a good amount of healthy progress to make. But then you get super frustrated when you're not losing a pound a week, even when you're in a calorie deficit and you're exercising and you feel like you're doing everything right, which makes you want to almost quit entirely. But it's almost like you completely ignored the word average within the sentence. 
You're not going to lose weight in a linear fashion. There's going to be some weeks where you lose one or even three pounds and other weeks where you lose nothing. You might even gain a little, but it's all normal. It's part of the process. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you keep showing up and doing what you know it is you need to do, progress is 100% going to happen. It's impossible not to. And again, how much you lose week to week doesn't matter as much as you turning up, like I said, you turning up daily, weekly and monthly doing what it is you know you need to do, that you're improving your relationship with food and exercise, you reduce the consistency of you potentially having binges, you're consistent with your calorie counting diary, you're taking progress pictures and body measurements for weight loss and not just taking scale weight, which is another mistake many people make. Plus, once you achieve the results that you want, you will not care how long it took or what your average rate of weight loss was. You'll just care that you managed to pull it off and that's a promise. So yeah, like I said, before finishing this podcast episode, A, maybe only one of those points related to you, but chances are there's more than one that related to you and you can, you know, think about that going forward. And uh, B, I think it's worth talking about how you can properly track weight loss before finishing this. Maybe that's why you're having a tough time because you don't know how to properly track weight loss. So having said all of that, it's a good idea to finish with some great tips for tracking weight loss, such as numbers that do and don't matter. Because like I said, maybe you feel like you're not making progress just because you're focusing on the wrong things. Now, here's numbers that do not matter. And I might be repeating myself here, but I just want to to leave it with you one more time. So calories burnt, that doesn't matter. Your daily weigh-ins, that doesn't matter. Comparing your weight day to day is one of the biggest mistakes I see. You want to take your average from throughout the week. So compare each month and then compare it each month. So the average of week one in July, you'd compare that to the average of week one in August. And the average of week two in July, you'd compare that to the average of week two in August. And if you want a more in-depth article as to how you should probably, probably, as to how you want to properly, well, I don't know why that was so hard for me to say, as to how you properly want to be looking at scale weight, I'm also going to leave that article for you in the show notes. And uh, on the other hand, here's a few numbers that do matter. So sets, reps, and the weight you're lifting, because this is the most accurate way to know if you're progressively overloading. Uh, total calories you're eating via your calorie counting diary. So don't add it up in your head. Use a calorie counting app. Another set of numbers that do matter is the hours of sleep that you're having because many studies show that chronic sleep deprivation does correlate with overeating. Weekly weight average matters more than daily weight average. So much more, again, daily weight average doesn't mean much. And uh, another thing that you could look at, another set of numbers are bi-weekly measurements. Although ideally you'd compare body weight measurements for like weight loss month to month rather than on back to back readings if you are taking them every two weeks. And uh, otherwise that's pretty much it for this podcast episode. I feel like I spit fired throughout. So, you know, listen to this again if you want, maybe on like 1.25 speed or something. And I do hope this helped. Of course, if you have any questions on the back of this, don't hesitate to fire them away. I'm always just an email away. I'm more than happy to always help out. If this episode opened your eyes in any sort of way, do you know what would mean the world to me? It would mean the world to me if you like shared it on your story on Instagram and you tagged me, or you shared it with your WhatsApp group chat, or you shared it with a friend or a family member. Just small things like that mean a ton to a small business business like mine. Because you know, I'm out here 
making all of this content to you because I genuinely want to help you. If you can share it even with just one person, if it helped you and you know one other person it could potentially help, share it with them. And again, I don't even have to know about it, but it, it would help a ton. If you don't follow the podcast already, then please do. Otherwise, I'm just going to leave it there for today. Take care and I'll see you around.